and we're recording. Sweet. It is so good to see you. It is good to see you. Hey friends, welcome to Think Out Loud with me, a chat cast produced, hosted, and humbly offered by yours truly, Natalie Peterson, from my neck of the woods to you in yours. This podcast is my big, hairy, audacious, quit giving a shit effort to turn years of chatter, wondering, silent suffering, and physical and mental close calls into constructive and enlightening conversation with folks that I adore. I'm taking full advantage of the universally accepted, irrevocable license to be curious and held by every single one of us. Perhaps in my own search for connection, community, and congruence, I can help you find your voice, ignite your curiosity, nudge you just a bit in your own favor. I would love that. Time is our most valuable asset, and your sharing minutes and moments with me in my space is a tremendous honor. I am not a licensed therapist, psychologist, or psychiatrist. I personally find therapy with educated practitioners very beneficial for my mental and physical health. I come prepared with referrals and ask that we all work to support one another with healthy, helpful boundaries set and honored. And on the topic of format, I am a very happy and a very loving person by nature. I am also very lively and emotion full. Um, my ability to connect with others in conversation comes in spurts of creativity, vulnerability, and oftentimes snot running down my face. Um, I will curse. Um, my guests will curse. Um, being human and real and willing to discuss and share around pretty heavy subject matter is uh, what I'm after. I will not censor fucker doodles or shithead assholes. The connection is what I'm after, and I hope folks fixate on that. All right. I love this. Aren't you having so much fun? <laughs> ba, ba, ba. This podcast is done remotely and I'm a work in progress. And although I have moved to my second floor and plugged into an actual wall over here with connectivity, I am sharing time and bandwidth and all kinds of stuff with others in remote settings, including my guest today, which means that the sounds you hear may include some awkwardness, um, grace and patience, my people. Thank you. So with that, let's go, let's dive in, let's get to getting and find an amazing human to think out loud with me. All right, you are tuning into episode four. And like all good starts to great podcasts or chat casts, as this I'm calling this, it is of my official first interview, my maiden voyage as a chat cast with her first guest. Uh, hashtag, this is what they call a hashtag day one. Um, I have them often, and I'm super excited to get this engine running with a particularly fantastic human being, Lori Stolen. Lori is the Director of Behavioral Health Services in Larimer County, Colorado. We're up at the top of the state, just shy of Wyoming, just to the left of I-25. Uh, she's joining me, Lori's joining me from her home office in South Fort Collins up the road from me, and I am anxious to catch up. Uh, before we do, though, she gets to just smile and listen for just a few more minutes. Um, I want to set the stage. Um, I want to go back to where we were. Um, it's a little over four years ago. Am I right? I, Unbelievable. I, I believe it's four years ago. Believe and um, we were working. Uh, there was a ton of people involved. 
um, we were working on the mental health initiative and um, the mental health matters initiative. And um, we put together an entire campaign and a load of love and work and um, fantasticness that came together and some, some just really impactful stories. So I wanna start with this, if you don't mind. Where am I at here? Nice work, Larimer County. We're talking and we're listening. And we all agree that there is no demographic immune to mental health issues. Mental health challenges come in all shapes and sizes.
There is still much to do in Larimer County to address the mental health issues we face as a community. Mental health matters to our children, our families, our seniors, our communities. Ah. So you couldn't hear any of that? I could not. Let's chat anyway. Okay. You saw it. Yeah, I saw it. And I heard you when you voiceovered. I just couldn't hear the you video. You could hear itself. me talking. Uh huh. Yeah. All right. I still got learning to do, right? That's okay. Yeah. I'm a work in progress. You got editing abilities. Mm -hmm. I'll just patch it right in there. There you go. Um, 
the video is still as impactful today as it was four plus years ago. Yeah. Yeah, sitting, I think the biggest thing that comes to mind out of all of it, there's always Julie. That was a pretty mm -hmm. big, um, but just sitting with those kids. It was just amazing. Yeah, yeah. It was amazing. And that's really when I, that was when it clicked for me. Like, we got to figure this out, man. And boy, things have not gotten better for mm -mm. our kiddos. Oh, man. I mean, like, exponentially worse. Thank you, COVID. Thank you, isolation. Thank you, all that has happened over the past four years. Of years. Our kiddos are hurting. I have one myself, and she's just in the middle of every bit of it. It's so hard. And folks don't want to necessarily t still talk about it. They think it's a fad or it's a trend that we don't is that my is that my is that just me project like or does it feel like there's still barriers do we feel like we've made progress um i think the conversation has grown um the action and figuring out the solutions is where we get bottlenecked it all comes down to the almighty dollar and workforce you know and we just need to get those things solved so we can get the care and the treatment available for everyone that needs it. Mm -hmm. We can't keep letting the dollars get in the way of people getting healthy. Mm -hmm. the, uh, the facility coming out of the ground can't get built fast enough. I mean, we're so we're now for four years, I mean, spiking rates across the board, we can't get it built fast enough. Right. It's so yeah. true. And, you know, we're seeing some improvements, knock on wood, in our suicide rates across the county. Um, but within our different populations, though, um, the suicidal ideation of mm -hmm. our youth is like 200 plus percent increased. Um. And fentanyl overdoses, mm -hmm. overdoses in general, and how fentanyl has just invaded everything that, you know, that we've known. Um, it's, it's, we've got a lot of work to do. Where's, uh, I mean, like, where do, where do, where do people get involved? Like, immediately, my whole heart goes into like, service mode like where do I go tonight to you know I mean we can reverse engineer this whole conversation like how how do people get involved when there's such crisis going on and like how do we get this it's as simple as visit this website see this you know I'm signing up for QPR training it's mental health first aid it's all of the above um it is. Are and you, you know, are, do you have people coming in and helping? Do you feel like you've, you're getting support? No. You know what? Where it starts is a conversation on the streets. It, it's a conversation between you and your neighbors. It's a conversation about how do we relate to other people. Technology has interfered with our ability to face-to-face -to -face converse and care mm -hmm. about others and express our concern for another human being. When, you, when you're in line at a store having a conversation with someone, letting someone else know that they matter, letting someone else know that you care. 
volunteering in the schools at any school at any time of day of the week, right? Um, be involved with other people. Um, that That's where it starts, right? And Absolutely. then you get into the next layer of things and man, mental health first aid, QPR, you're right. All of those gatekeeper trainings, seek them out and then utilize those skills. Mm -hmm. Don't be afraid to intervene or interact with someone that you see is struggling. Ask the questions, right? Don't be mm -hmm. afraid that your question is going to cause something to happen. It, it won't happen. That's not the case. Do you, you actually, so you as a person, knowing this, what is your experience without outing anyone? I mean, confidence, but mm -hmm. you, you actively seek, you actively reach out and see someone, you as a human, Lori, I mean, are you touching someone on a daily basis? Are you like, what's your reaction from just as a human, your own experience, your own Petri dish of experience? Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I've got a neighbor that is struggling on the daily and the best that I can do is smile, wave and say, how are you? Mm -hmm. And when they're doing really good to tell them, God, you look really good when you're doing really good. I'm proud mm -hmm. of you. Mm -hmm. You know, how many mm -hmm. days sober do you have? Mm -hmm. Let's celebrate it. Good for you. Proud of you. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Don't be shy away from it. Don't be afraid of it. And, you know, with my own daughter, right. She's experienced some self-harming. Uh, we celebrate every day that she doesn't. Right. Um, mm -hmm. She's experienced a lot of missing of school. And so we celebrate every moment that she gets up and yeah. goes to school and she makes it through the day. Yes. Celebrate. Right. Right. I love it. I think that there is a, as as much as our young people are struggling, there is a movement about um, of some very empathetic and helpful young people who, I mean, they were in the video. Um, they are coming up, you know, of age now um, that are going to be the healers and the helpers and the, and the folks that are driven to, um, I think my son's one of them, you know, like being able to recognize when somebody's, you know, Hey, bring them into the fold rather than, you know, yeah. um, being yeah. a part of the person, um, you know, pushing to the fringe kind of thing. So, um, I'm encouraged by the discussion, the conversation that we're having, even just you saying you celebrate, I mean, it is out and, you know, the beautiful conversations that I have with my, with my son and my stepdaughters. Um, yeah, it's, it's going to take some really tough work and difficult conversations, difficult, yeah. uncomfortable letting, as letting hell. People, letting people talk about it. It is okay to not be okay. And it's okay to talk about it. Right. Mm -hmm. um, you don't have to do it in a braggadocious way, but you, you do it in. I'm struggling today. Today's not mm -hmm. a great day. Yeah. Yeah. Just like I'm, I, I've got the sniffles. Yeah. 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 I'm slumpy. That's what I'd say. Yeah. I'm just kind of slumpy. That's right. And it's okay. I know I'm usually like, ah! but yeah, I got to get slumps. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Let me come sit beside you while you're slumping. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I lost a gal, a best friend last year um, to cancer, not COVID. Um, she never caught COVID, although I don't know. She is, she was tough, um, but she really introduced me to the concept of emotional intelligence and holding space. And, you know, that 
really emotional intelligence is going to be what helps guide us through this. That's what's going to help get us to the other side of this. We've got to go through this. Yeah. The yeah. only way to the other side is through. So um, the EQ, um, you know, the, the, the conversations, the, the folks that speak up, for instance, in a kitchen, a, a, a dishwasher says this, this place is dry. You people, it makes me want to commit suicide the way you, right? That's, if you got, no, these are warning signs. We jump into action. We do, right? Um, And we have difficult conversations. And, um, and when we, we ignite emotional intelligence, um, we connect with the human being, um, seeing some of the folks in that video, um, is everybody still around? Um, no, no mayors have changed. Jackie Marsh is the same. Yeah, I see her. Mm-hmm. Um, and she is still as engaged and invested yep. as an elected official as they can get. Yep. It's amazing. You know, I think one of the most important things that we can do is say, how can I support you? Right. Yeah. And you can say that to anybody at any time. How can I support you? Mm-hmm. Right. It, it, it's, it's across genders. It's, it's PC in all the right ways. It's, it's inclusive. It's equitable. It's diverse, right? You don't offend anybody by saying it's not political. <laughs> yeah. It's apolitical, right? Yeah. It, how can I support you? Yeah. And then, and then just shut up. Right. And then just shut up. Yeah. 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 We don't we have listen to, to respond. We don't have to solve. People are capable, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but anywhere, anytime, doesn't even take special training to be able to say, how can I support you? Yep, absolutely. And so the, this, this facility and this way of thinking that you have championed in this County um, is different. I was visiting with a girlfriend um, who has a daughter um, in their state. It's, it's crazy. It's crazy town. It's absolutely crazy town. And I was telling her about, um, you know, you and your team's mission and what you've built. And she was just fascinated by, you know, the, and so I'm wondering if you can spend two, three minutes just quickly talking about what continuum of care is. And then um, I want to think about what the facility is going to provide for folks um, and 23 is going to be here before you know it. Um, like I, I'm, I like, am really interested in knowing, um, the, the milestones that you see out there that we can really push towards, um, both with our voices and with our physical bodies. So, yeah, yeah. Um, that's my chat. That's my chat. That's my toss the microphone to you for a second. That's tell us about, me. tell us about continuum of care and why is it so fascinating um, a concept to people? Sure. <laughs> sure. Um, first, let me say that we are, we, the group of people in this community that are dedicated to improving and furthering our efforts on behavioral health are in the midst of developing a new community master plan for behavioral health services, which will be our blueprint for the next five years on what are the big things that we can do to solve, to expand and enhance behavioral health 
that should be ready to distribute and publish at the end of 2023. So it'll be like the full five years since we did it the first time. Um, we look at the continuum of care all of the time because there are people from zero. And actually, if you go, I mean, how far can you go upstream? Uh, there was once a doctor that said, if you want to impact the character of a child, you need to start 200 years ago, right? So uh, how far do you go? Do you go to a pregnant woman and do prenatal? Yes. Um, do you do you do zero to five early childhood? Yes. Do you do the littles and the middles and the high schoolers? Yes. Do you do adults? And see, yes, you just have to do it all, right? So the continuum goes across the lifespan, and then it also goes across to every other demographic data point that you could find, right? We need to attend to our marginalized populations. We need to provide just as much love and just as much access to people that don't speak English and that are gender fluid and that don't have a, a, a green card to be here, right? All the people need all the care. Um, because if we don't, then we're not taking care of each other. And if we don't have resilient people, we don't have a resilient community and we all live in communities, right? So it, it does add on itself. Um, and so we have to do the right thing all the time. This facility is intended to do the right thing at a level, at a certain level of care. It's not the panacea. It's not going to solve all of our problems. But we noticed several years ago when we did this community assessment that the most critical gaps, the things that we do not have any of in our county, and it's costing us a lot of money and people are not getting better, is that we needed to address a few things and we put them in this first facility. So the six levels of care on this continuum in the facility are triage. Get them in and assess them and understand really what's going on. Um, observation, so we can take any age, zero to 118, we can take them at this facility into our 23-hour observation, assign them to a care coordinator and immediately start discharge planning. What do they need? Where do we get them next for the next level of care that they need? And then we've got different levels of withdrawal management, formerly known as detox. Um, we'll take folks that need to socially detox and or that are a little bit more medically complicated and do need med medically managed detox. We'll have crisis stabilization for those that are in psychiatric um, crisis, um, those, those suicidal ideation um, that are having active psychosis, mania, schizophrenia, right? Those kind of things as a primary diagnosis. And then we'll also have beds for intent, a short-term intensive residential treatment for those that have gotten through withdrawal management and need that little extra level of structure and support to get to a more stable place in their recovery before they're released, right? So all the levels in this first facility are residential. It's not a hospital. We're not duplicating anything that we already have in our community, right? It's to fill the gaps. Um, man, we're, we're, we designed this in 2015, so seven years ago. And we're really, we're really anxious to open it up and, and crossing our fingers that there's not a line out the door, right? Because the services um, haven't gotten less. I mean, the, the need for these services hasn't gotten less, right? It's grown. So we've got to do things in a lot of different creative ways. We can't rely only on this facility, right? We've got to be out in the community and, and getting way upstream and doing prevention efforts, right? So we don't have to keep adding on to yeah. these crisis beds because that's expensive, right? Uh, we got a lot of work to be doing in the community. And I tell you what, that's going to take everyone. Everybody. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
Um, I'm going to make it really personal. Um, uh -oh. Sound bites of, well, sure glad that my chances of being murdered by a crazy person just went up 4,000% with this thing popping up in my backyard. No, no. To which I replied. <laughs> I am so grateful that in my backyard, um, I've been hospitalized for being crazy. And if I needed to walk down the road and find a place that I'm going to be safe, uh, I want that in my backyard. I, yeah, we need this in our backyard, like now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that kind of, um, community involvement this is everybody's fucking backyard thank you very much yeah you can you can build up yeah and and, and put your fences around you um but like fred said in the video and like we all know i mean we all know someone who struggles with mental health we all we're yeah. we we do it ourselves we all have mental health days and mental health slumps um what should we should be tired of is having to send our family and friends out of state out of state to get the care that they need um, yeah that's not fair no, that's not, not where they get healthy people get healthy in their natural communities where people that love them can surround themselves absolutely yeah absolutely um when do we get to so as the i like do you feel like you're building your dream home like what's it like to build a facility that is like i mean is your brain and your heart and your like it's got to be overwhelming to be it, it's so overwhelming because it's a life-saving thing right um in wanting to make sure that everything in this facility is just right for every person that's going to come there and get care. Um, I want it to feel safe and uh, I, everybody wants it to be welcoming and a successful building that's, that's working on this project. And so there isn't one person that I have been working with um, throughout this whole process that uh, doesn't want it to be as successful as we all imagine it could be. Um, and it's going to take a team. And I, I got to just throw in a plug for Summit Stone Health Partners, who mm. the county is contracted with to provide the clinical services in this building. Man, do they care. Yeah. Man, do they care. And man, are they putting the effort behind uh, the work to hire the most top-notch people they can to, to run this place. And so we sure are trying um, to make sure that we get it right. Uh, we needed it a long time ago, and so the doors can't open quick enough. And I think that we have a team put together um, that that's going to make this happen. Um, yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm. I'm. I've thought about you often, um, and just thinking about the tenacity and the, you know, the 
just sticking with something um, and finding your, you know, your, your calling. Um, you like, tell me about you as a human, just like, this is your, like, give me something inside Lori's head. Like, like this is your, this is it. Yeah. This is my dream job. This is the capstone of my career. And I can look back on my 24 years with the County as an employee anyway, not it. Well, my work and my personal life are so blended, right? I mean, mm -hmm. I've been so fortunate to be able to do what I love to do for my entire career with the county, uh, starting off in criminal justice and working at uh, the sheriff's office and in their jail division. And then mm -hmm. as a director of alternative sentencing, and I've had some amazing mentors, amazing that have given me the opportunities to, to do what I've done and to be able to be a champion of such a critically important issue in our community that impacts every darn person that lives in this community, right? You could you could say in, in grandiosity terms that it impacts everybody in the world. Behavioral health, without it, you've got nothing, right? Um, all the stars have aligned to allow the sales tax ballot initiative to pass for the revenues to be coming in, for the economy to be so good in our community, um, for us to have the political will and the leadership to back the vision of, of doing this work. Um, it's been amazing. There are some very passionate people in this community. Um, and if you're wise enough to surround yourself with them, you can get a lot accomplished. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. I first met you, you were in that tiny little office. You're like, come on in. It's a little tight. We're like. <laughs> and you had the, the back you of my had, car for two years yeah. out of the back of my car. Literally. Yeah. And you had the map on the wall. Oh, yeah. And you're like, these are all the people that said no. <laughs> and we're like, wow. Yeah, yeah. Let's get busy. Out the, the precincts. And yep. your your champion prior to to our the the team that I was on remind me of her name. Nina Bowden. Nina. Yep. Still I mean, still a go getter yep. in our community. Good. Awesome. Still friends. Still love her to death, and she is still a rock star. Yep. I'm screaming about it, and I love it. Um, and just to and then uh, you and Gil coming on and just taking it across the finish line. Right. I mean, had fun. the video that was done, I mean, the telly award that Arcadia pictures got right, that we were right alongside of that amazing that work. Um, that one pops up on Facebook. It's fun. It, I met somebody there like, Oh, telly. I'm like, I like my telly. Thank you very much. It's yeah. in my office. Yeah. yeah. Most of it. Uh, most of that pride is the fact that it impacted my life um, in ways, you know, I've, I've come from a family of that has struggled with mental health. Um, my father committed suicide when I was 23. I never, why is it you can't ever remember those kind of things? <laughs> um, uh, my mom struggled my entire childhood and my adult life with, um, mental illness, um, alcoholism, you know, everything that you can throw at and it, you know, struggling, um, as 
as a human wanting to help other people and being called to help other people, it wasn't until um, really this campaign and everything that we did together to get this sales tax passed um, that I flipped um, into a different state of mind in terms of like, this is, this is real folks. This is bigger than we know. Um, That's big, Natalie. Thank you for sharing that, that because, you know, if we could all share our stories, you imagine how much more we'd find that we have in common than we are different. Right. 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 Yeah. Yeah. And we are, we're beautiful humans, each one of us. And yeah, our, our core, our essence is, you know, under and, layers of and crazy. We're tough and we're fragile, right? Yeah. We're tough absolutely. and fragile. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Courage and vulnerability, right? Brene Brown and, and being in the, and that's the other big thing, being in the arena, right? That's yeah. where you, you yeah. have been square in the arena for years now and bless you for that. You know, the concept of, you know, coming out to, to fight a fight and despite what anybody throws at you, you yeah. know, and, yeah. you know, she talks about, you probably recognize it. She talks about, you know, if you, down here on the arena floor, you're going to get bloody. It's uncomfortable as hell. You are going to get your teeth knocked out. You're going to get called names. You are going to, it is freaking tough. Right. And so right. if you're up there in the, there are nosebleeds and they're throwing shit at you and, and those opinions, no, you got the cheap sheets, the cheap seats, babe. Yeah. Yeah. Stay up yeah. there. That's right. That's right. right. You want to get down here? Let's go. Mm-hmm. Right. And that takes a different, um, that takes a different kind of chutzpah, if you will. So I'm, I'm, I'm always been in awe of you since I met you, but um, oh. I still, to this day, for that just that drive, it's, it's, it's beautiful, beautiful. I'm in, I'm inspired by all of the people that continue to fight this good fight, right? Mm-hmm. Um, just today, we were out at the site of the new facility, and they put the final steel beam. Um, the topping off ceremony and all of the construction dudes that have been on this job were there and they were all standing around and I got tears in my eyes. They're not just there for a job, but they know what they're building and they care about this building that they're building. They know the impact that it's going to have. And I stood around and talked with them. The commissioners were there and we sat down and we ate lunch with these guys that are building this building and they were telling their own stories and they have a great big banner hanging on the side of their construction trailer. And it's the mission and the vision of this facility. And each day they come to work and they see that mission and vision of the facility and they know what it's going to be. It was powerful. They care. They're part of a community. erecting. Yeah. And it's just, it's awesome to see it coming up out of just with the backdrop and with everything. It really is awesome. Um, If there's a, if there is a physical, um, you know, object that represents the hope um, and the, the safe space, um, that's, that's pretty tremendous. These construction guys stood in line to sign the I-beam because they wanted their name. They want their name on it. To go down in history as part of this amazing project. Yeah. We are going to be known as a center of excellence, a national training center for people that are interested in a career in behavioral health. 
if you want to become a behavioral health badass, you will come to Northern mm -hmm. Colorado to get the training that you need with paid internships, opportunities to get the skills and the hours that you need to get your credentials to be in the behavioral health career field anywhere in the United States. That's an exciting um, path, path to be on. That's fantastic. And it's, it's very real and it's very possible and it's all happening and it's mm -hmm. it, just the right time. It couldn't be more. It, yeah. It couldn't be more timely. And I'm talking to people that I had lunch with someone yesterday. Who's already taught. They've got you, they've got that facility on their radar. They're interning right now at UC health and they have 23 on their radar from when they want to get over there. That's mm -hmm. their dream. They're graduating with, from CSU. That's awesome. Yeah. Getting yeah. on a train that's making a difference and that is making an impact. And yeah, I love it. 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 My very own little 16 year old daughter who graduates from high school next year is going to college because she wants to go into psychology. And I told her, well, when you're ready to do an internship, you could come back to Fort Collins. Yes, ma'am. You can. I can find you an internship <laughs> in the clinical world to do it. She's like, are you serious? Do you think so? And I'm like, oh, honey, if you get your credentials, you can you can go anywhere. Yeah. Behavioral health workforce demand is huge. It's huge. It's so needed. And if you have a heart for that kind of work, man, there's nothing more satisfying. You know? No. And I think there's a lot of um, I mean, well, let me project for a minute. There's 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 fear. Right. It's I mean, mental health is I don't know. It's scary. It's scary. You, you know, can't I see can't, it like a broken leg. See, yeah, 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 yeah. And so to actually take steps to um, to learn and to speak and be curious. Um, That's it. That's it. Because it's a, a fear of the unknown, right? Yeah, it's just a fear of the unknown. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to share my screen again, and we're, I'm going to show, um, I had Summit Stone up, and I also have, um, so let's see, where's my screen here? Ooh, there we go. Mm -hmm. um, so construction, now it's going to start um, populating the slower on the on the actual screen mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. i just want to show everybody where things are at just to get more information about um the the behavioral health facility it's on larimer.org and then i wanted to mention um that you all are having i signed up for an open uh, uh community forum type uh, information session mm -hmm. um is it okay as a person who wants to be involved in caregiving comes to a caregivers and first responders um lunch uh, and learn presentation lunch and learn yes thank you perfect absolutely and anybody that's interested in um, employment or career wise they need to go jump on the summit stone health partners website yes but learning about the facility learning about what's going on in the facility when it's going to open all the things about it the lunch and learns that we put on the what is it? The first Wednesday of every month, they are the perfect place for people to come and learn more. And there's more Great. information about those on the website as well. Great. Yeah. You guys, have our done grant really well. program opens up on June 1st, right? Two and a half million dollars. We've got to distribute through grant programs 
And that's on the website. So you can apply online uh, if you're interested in applying for grant funding. Tell us who's applying, like, tell us who took advantage of it last year. We awarded a little over $2.5 million to 38 grantees last year. And wow. across the county, school districts, uh, youth providers, a Boys and Girls Club, the Center for Family Outreach, Matthew's House, on and on and on. There, And we have them listed on our website if you go under um, the, the last year's grant program. But these are the six uh, targeted projects yep. that we're funding. And you can drill down into there and learn more about we're wanting to drive these dollars towards specific outcomes where we have heard from our community where they're, you know, the biggest needs are. Mm-hmm. So we really are trying to drive these dollars in the right ways to fill the gaps that we've heard about in our community. Love it. And, and the, to be clear, the funding for this is all sales tax initiative fund. We are funding this. So yes, can, it's, like, dedicated remind sales us, tax. it's dedicated so sales tax. Yep. Yep. It's a, it's, us taking care of ourselves with our That's own right. money. It's pretty fantastic. The county is the fiscal party that collects the sales tax, but the dollars are dedicated to only behavioral health. It can't go any, not $1 can go back to the general fund and be used for anything else in the county. It is all earmarked for behavioral health services, which is really awesome. It is an incredible um it's an incredible thing. And I think it's going to be leading the conversation in a lot of places. You're going to be a busy, you're a busy woman already. It's fun to be able to talk about how we've done it here and how it's been successful and how we've created this public private partnership. Um, how we have the elected officials from all eight municipalities dedicated to this cause and willing to be on an advisory committee and share back to their constituents in the different, uh, towns and cities that are in Larimer County uh, to, to make sure that we're you know, hitting the mark in every community, right? That we are reaching our rural populations um, and our underrepresented populations. Mm-hmm. We just, you know, we're, we're, we're tempting to put these dollars um, in the places that they haven't been before. I love it. Yeah. I love you. I'm so excited to see you. Thank you so much for helping share this word. It's really important that everybody talks about it. And we have to be brave sometimes, you know? We have to be brave. And I commit to you um, and everyone listening to be brave. um, Because that is what it's going to take. And to reach out and to um, be in this community actively, um, you know, in, because of our differences and because of our ability to support each other, um, you know, there's room for all of us yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. and our essence, you know. So um, when do we get to see each other again? I'm going to see you um, presenting on um, the 18th to the caregivers and first responders oh, lunch and learn. I'd signed up for that mm-hmm. and I'll, mm-hmm. I'll get some folks rounded up. Um, and then I'm going to commit to sharing more just about what you're up to and, um, and really, um, helping spread the word because there are loads of opportunities for us to, um, amp it up and, um, yeah, there's no time better than the present. Our kids need us. Our seniors need us. Our veterans need us. Our mothers need us. Um, 
our fault, everyone, our on everyone. I can't. We all population. need each other. We need and each we other. Need to care, right? Yeah, we we yeah. need to unify. We need to care. Uh, we need to end the division. We all have much more in common than we do differences. And when we start caring about each other, we will all begin to heal. It will. I hear you, and I I love um, the message that you have completely committed your entire life to, and you inspire yes. me one hundred percent. I am going to um, at the forty eight mark. I'm going to um, wrap this up with. Um, well, I'll just wrap it like in a big, huge, heartfelt, like big energetic squeeze of friendship yeah, and big red bow, big right? red bow yes. for connecting <laughs> with me. And, um, Lori, you're just, you're a beautiful human. And I appreciate, um, the connection that I have with you and the connection that you have with this community. Um, we are incredibly lucky to have you. Um, it's my honor to be here. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. Um, I hope everyone um, has enjoyed listening. Um, this concept of thinking out loud with me is something that I'm pretty, uh, I'm pretty excited about. I think we can do more of it, um, you know, without fear of, of judgment or, um, or saying the wrong thing. We can think out loud. And I really appreciate you doing that with me. So yeah. come back and see me, will you please? Anytime. I would love to. I love it. Thank you so much. Can I just stop by the construction site? Can a can a human being, public person just stop by? Um, not yet. The public can't just stop by yet. It's an active construction <laughs> it zone. It is an active that, construction zone. Yeah. No, yeah. Natalie does not need to go filming or doing anything crazy. Right, right. Got it. When we get closer to the ribbon cutting, if you will, we will absolutely be announcing in all the big ways about public tours and coming to see before we open the doors for, for care. Right. Okay. So we will give everyone a lot of opportunity to come see this amazing new facility um, when it's not an active construction zone and somebody might have a something fall on their head or get electrocuted right. or something. We would never want that to happen. Yeah. 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 Details. I will continue. I will continue to drive by every time and lay on my horn and they wonder who it is. It's me every day yeah. on my way to school. So <laughs> if they wonder, <laughs> so please let them uh, know they've got cheerleaders out here and, um, and that uh, when it's open, I'll be coming to say hi. So thank you, Lori. Good. I appreciate you for sure. Signing off. Mwah. <laughs>